Here at She's in the Game, we acknowledge that this episode is recorded in the lands of the Wongal people and pay our respects to their elders past, present and emerging and extend that respect to any Aboriginal or Torres Strait Islander people listening with us today. Let's go. Welcome back, everybody, to She's in the Game. It is the end of WBBL. Oh. We're back. It is sad, but um, it's been a while. We say it all the time. It's been a while since we've recorded together. Um, but, yeah, WBBL's finished. The Strikers are crowned champions. A lot has happened, a lot of movement, a lot of travel, a um, few exciting moments, few not so exciting, um, some fun along the way. But WBBL has come to an end, and Strikers, like we said before, crowned a Champions back to back, pretty crazy, but uh, nail biting finish against the powerful and determined Brisbane Heat. And we're here to talk all things of that final, but also some of our favorite moments throughout. Um, yeah, we're back in, uh, we're back in blue, or you're back in. Yeah, I've got a blue, you got another week off, got another couple of days down. off. I'm excited. Um, but how's the sort of break been between um, WBBO? You said you haven't had much time off, you busy gal. Yeah, I definitely can't relax, that's for <laughs> sure, um, because I feel like I've still been really busy, but I've just been busy doing things at home, you know, like, because I'm a beekeeper. Um, you brought some honey done, in just I before. Did, I did, I'll bring you, bring you a jar um, next week when you're back in, but yeah, I've just been catching up on life admin, really. Um, it's been nice, though, like having just this week off, like, I still have to train because... Um, you know, there's a lot of cricket coming up. It's not like we are going into off season. So still keeping fit, couple of gyms, couple of runs, a little bowl. Um, but I don't have to come in and I'm not on a schedule. So that's kind of the really refreshing part. Um, but I'm excited to be back in today. Uh, a few of the girls are girls who didn't make finals are going to be in this week. And then yeah. the lucky Chanda gals will be <laughs> in later on. Um, but yeah, it's been nice. I mean, Big Bash was so busy. I feel like this year was just like the most hectic it's been. Like I feel like there wasn't a time to just chill out. Like we no. were just travelling all the time. Even when we we're back home, like I don't, I don't know. I feel like our group was more antisocial than in the past because when we get home, we just want to like sit and relax and soak up being on the couch, um, which sucks because I feel like it would have been really nice to be a bit more social. Um but maybe I'll cut that out. I don't know. That's kind of negative. It's but true. Speaking the truth. Well, it's true though because you feel like this is your only day where you can remove yourself from cricket, and that's the days you're meant to hang out or do something exciting, go into a social yeah. activity. But everyone's cooked and their batteries are on empty because yeah. you've just done <laughs> a flight home from Perth, like you guys did, yeah. um, or you've just had a week on the road and you want to spend time with friends and family. So. It's exactly like as soon as we got home, we try to do all of our social stuff around training days yeah, instead of days idea. off. Like just – it's not negative. It's literally yeah. the reality of Big Bash and yeah. it's crazy time. It was so hectic. But, um, it was really hectic. But, yeah, just just been chilling at home, hanging out with Bob, um, hanging out with Davey, cooking, gardening, beekeeping. Mm. Actually got a council clean-up coming up, so I've been throwing out Same. some stuff in the garage. Literally, so. it's on the side. Of, I couldn't find a spot <laughs> for my bin last night because there was a council pickup on my side of the driveway. Yeah, what about you? What have you been up to? Uh, I got COVID. Uh, oh, yeah, not yeah. anymore. Not anymore. We're negative. Woohoo. Um, nah, so we're on the flight home from Perth after being eliminated uh, in the Eliminator. And I got off the flight and I just felt like a little bit weird. And Batesy yeah, actually okay. was positive in the last game. So I was a little bit like, oh, I'm just, I thought I was just tired after a Perth flight. I didn't feel any like unwell symptoms or anything. And then I got home and I was like, I'll just do a test. So mum dropped one over and it was like pinged up straight away positive. And I was like, shit. Damn. And I sat next to Sammy Joe and Ebony Hoskin on the planet. Did they get it as well? So Ebs got it. Okay. Um, we were sharing M&Ms the whole flight. Um, oh. So, whoops. <laughs> and Sammy Joe as well. So Sammy Joe didn't get it. And I did say Sammy Joe's just built tough. Yeah. She's and built diff. She's said so many times if she ever gets COVID, she's going to literally be so mad. So she she's never it? got it. Um, neither is Ebs. So... <laughs> Took that virginity um, oh. and cut that out. But um, no, that's fine. Let me keep that in. <laughs> but so I was literally waiting for Sammy Joe to text me and be like, I've got it. I'm coming to your house to punch you in the yeah. nose. Like, oh, I'm literally. No. So that was fun. So I've literally had five days of sitting at home, um, got to go home Full and see stress, the dogs. I like that. Yeah, literally, that's what I needed though, because I was, I was so cooked. Like, mm. the body was um, in shambles and everything like that. So 
I've read a book. I've watched four seasons of a TV show. Um, I went for a run the other day whilst having COVID um, at like 8pm. So I wouldn't like cross over with anyone because I just needed to move. um, And it was the most painful thing ever. But um, (laughs) in hindsight, probably shouldn't have done it. (laughs) (laughs) But that's sort of been, but like I've still got, so today's, what's today? Tuesday. Yeah. So I've still gotten to a Monday off. So um, bit of an extended break. The Thunder girls have got a bit of a staggered start. So obviously girls who didn't play much will come back in, I think, Thursday, Friday. Um, yeah. I'll get the weekend, get Monday. So I'm actually heading up to the Hunter Valley tomorrow. Um, I love that. We've got a little tiny house booked for just me, myself and I. Um, I was telling you and before. Going to take the Weber, going to take the golf clubs, um, take my book, just chill, sit in front of the fire. Um, go and do some nice things up there. And it, the original plan was to be like, oh, I'm going to spend some time by myself. And then I got COVID and I was like, well, I'm just going to spend some more time by myself. Mm. So, um, no, I love it. But like you say, you just want that time where yeah. you can reset. And we've got a big season with the breakers left to come. We've so We've got games in Victoria against the Spirit on the 19th and 21st. The Junction Oval will be there or be yeah. square. Melbourne fans, love. be there. Um, but, yeah, so we got to get back into it. And then we have to... We've got games early gen, so we're training around New Year's Eve. So there's no party time for us. No. We get Christmas off. Yeah, that's true. But um, everyone will be able to go home. But New Year's yeah. Eve training in the morning, no training New Year's Day. So yeah, um, not not too much fun to be had. But let's get into the WBBL let's final, hey? Yeah. Uh, now, the Strikers won the toss and the big talk was how these two sides were put, like, put against each other in the final. And we had Strikers, the most economical bowling side. And we had Heat, the most powerful batting yeah. unit in terms of their strike rates. Decent matchup. Yeah. And we all sort of thought, well, does the side wanna, who wins a toss want to do their strength first? Do they want to try and win the title in the second innings with doing their strength? And uh, we sort of saw the Heat in the Eliminator and the Challenger bat first and dominate. They it's always runs on the board in a final. Exactly. And strikers went, okay, we're going to do your method. Mm. We're going to win the toss. We're going to bat. And we're going to back our economical bowling unit to make sure whatever score we put on the board, we defend. And I thought that was really smart. I think that's a, a big move, especially when bowling just strength, you like, let's do it first, da, da, da. Mm. But it took away what the Heat wanted to do and being the Heat, they were such a um, side that plays on momentum and ego and they're so confident and we saw that and uh yeah strikers didn't quite put the big total on the board though no it was um what do they end up with that 125 teams? yeah i against a team like the heat i didn't think it was enough to be mm. honest but obviously knowing that they're the most economical bowling team they definitely were a big chance of defending that and yeah which which they ended up doing which was very impressive. Yeah, we sort of saw um, a glimpse of Tali McGrath and Laura Woolvart sort of bring that total to 125. Um, so they lost a couple of wickets early, like Katie yeah. Matt going early. Hancock was, took wickets. That was a big, big yeah. loss because, I mean, she scored oh, a whole chunk of their She's runs, a leading so. run scorer. Yeah, she's for their team. So to, to have her early was um, – that's kind of where I saw the – Oh, no. What do you call it? The scales tilting towards the heat was when mm, they lost Katie's yeah. um, wicket early. Yeah, agree. And then Tali McGraw was pretty aggressive. She took that that roll on, and she Laura, came out and just pumped this that cover like, drive, massive cover drive. Yeah. early. I was like, oh, we'll be right here. Yeah. And then the oh, we'll be right. We're on the strike. Yeah, so yeah. <laughs> I was um, the uppercut for six as well, and but I was to like, to be honest, <laughs> to be honest, I don't really know who to go for because like. I don't know, because we versed them last year. I was kind of just like, yeah. I don't want you guys to go back to back. Like, it was, I was a bit on conflict. the other end of that. But then I also didn't want the Heat to win just because, I don't know, like they, they're just such a, I don't know, a side who I just love beating. Yeah. Oh, well, we, <laughs> Sorry, Heat we, gals, we, if you're listening. We got knocked out by the Heat. So I was love like, love you all individually, but when you come together as a team, some different. I just can't do it. I really can't. Honest. Like I've said it in like a Channel 7 God. interview and it's been put on the TV. And it's like, what's the side you most want to beat? And I'm like, three, two, one, heat. So like it's – I'm not They're just so dominant. Yeah. And if they win, they win dominantly. Yeah. They pump you. And they so, did that to us in the Eliminator. I'm sorry. So. Interrupted there. No, that's okay. Um, but, yeah, we sort of saw um, Hancock pick of the bowlers. Absolutely carved up this season and had like a clear plan, executed well, did – very well with the new ball. Mm. I think her like average in or sorry, economy in the power play was like six, maybe four. Yeah, right. It was definitely under six. Um she's just such a competitor. Oh, like in the game. Storms and in. Every single ball is like a one ten effort. Yeah. Like and when she got Mac out, she didn't celebrate. She was like, No, 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 like I've got more left to do. Yeah, yeah. And that's when I was like, okay, heat are in the battle here. Mm. Um but yeah, Wolvart thirty nine off thirty three, T Mac thirty eight off thirty four helped them to that one twenty four. We saw Ke- 
um, Amelia Kerr, economical with the ball, played a role, didn't necessarily take a wicket, but when a total like 125, the wickets weren't really a problem. Keeping they probably, them. I was going to say, they probably spoke about not allowing Kerr to take wickets. You know how, you know, you go up against a team and you, you see a dominant bowler, like for instance, when we burst the thunder, we see someone like Cappy mm. and we want to, we almost are okay with her being economical as long as she doesn't take wickets because she can be so um, aggressive in, in that space. So maybe yeah. they spoke about that, um, wanted to just, yeah, play her more safe than the others. I think a lot sure. of sides have. She hasn't taken many wickets, but she has been economical yeah. at times. And you just kind of buy the bullet and go, well, yeah. we have to take on someone They're else. They're sort of... You look around the competition and you sort of go, someone who can get me out with an absolute peach, why would I then give them my wicket? Mm. And as a batting group, I think a lot of sides, like Cap, um, you look at players like probably um, Cheats, Shabs, these players who can bowl absolute seeds, why play anything unnecessary? Obviously, T20 cricket, you take risk, but like that necessary aspect goes out the window Mm. a little bit and you go, okay, if I can hit you for sixes, it's a win because I haven't lost my wicket to you. Um, I'm not a batter, but I feel like that makes sense. <laughs> it um, does. All the three runs I scored this year. Um, now, the second innings, Heat started with a strong opening partnership of 32, which they've done so often. Um, no wicket in the power play was the big thing for me. I think that could have very easily shut down the strikers' momentum. We saw um, Shoot get lapped by Grace. I think that was a big moment in the game. Um, you know, Darcy took... Um, one of the new ball over. Yeah, I think that was – well, everyone was raving about the fact that shoot gets Grace out so often. So Grace obviously was like, well, I'm going to do something different and it worked. So there's no fine leg in there. So, um, yeah, great option. And Barsby was the one to take the first wicket though. And I think that's another player who literally is in the contest no matter what. Um, The big wicket of Grace hoiked out to cow corner. Um, Yeah, she was was not happy about that. No. And neither would I, like holding out to – yeah. Yeah. They at that point I think they were under sixes and over that they needed. So um it obviously changed the momentum a little bit. Um Redders looked to sort of struggle as well in that she looked in the fight, like she looked like she was ready to be there, but it looked like she sort of struggled when Grace got out to take momentum how she wanted to play. I think she was happy to be the one that dinked it around, mm. hit the bad ball for four, but now she had to take a few more risks. Um and then T Mac, two and two. Yeah, that was pretty pretty bloody special, as they pretty like to say. Pretty bloody special. Yeah, T-Mac, you know, she would just be looking to, to hit the stumps and keep the stumps in play as much as she could. And, and to get the wicket of um, Mignon Dupree was, yeah, I mean, a bit of a game changer there. And, um, and then Laura Harris, who, I mean, there's very small margin for error against a player like Laura Harris and T-Mac just hit that that perfect Yorker and, and um, Senna walking through Golden, which um, is very handy because Laura Harris usually strikes him at over 200 most games. So to get her early was like, that was when it was, it was kind a of the scales tip back to the strikers, I reckon. Yeah, I think everyone knows to Lara said her first ball, she's trying to hit the six. And Doesn't that's matter okay. where it'll be. No, nah, she's literally trying to whack it. And, as and also she knows everyone's going to try to bowl Yorkers at her. Yeah, I think some people have changed it now. They've gone like a Yorker, they've gone a bounce, so they've gone really slow. Mm-hmm. Like you've got to commit to – you can't bowl your stock ball. No. Nah. Because she's literally going to – Yeah, I've been on the – Whack it. 100. <laughs> <laughs> two sixes and two balls. <laughs> I can notice I have no stock ball. Um but yeah, team. That's just a missed Yorker. I tried. Exactly. I went for the Yorker. Well, ex- so. so you fully committed to a Yorker? Yeah. Completely fine. Just didn't get it. I'm standing at the top of my. Okay, I committed. I didn't get it. Yeah. She did. Bye ball. Um, and I want to talk a little bit about the surge because I was sitting at home watching and nuffy like I am. I was like, who are they going to bowl in the surge? Mm. Shoot, obviously, because they took the surge in the. It's the latest they'd taken the surge the whole ever. tournament yeah. as well, the heat. Big. Normally they take it like, what, 13? Yeah. 12, sometimes straight off the, the yeah. drinks break. So obviously they felt the pressure and wanted to build into the using the surge. Mm. Um, they didn't take it. Obviously Laura House was there for one ball, but they've normally taken it when she comes out or when she's next in. Yeah. But they took it set, I'm trying to figure out the mass here because 20th, 18, 19. Yeah. So they took it in the 18th over, three overs to go. And I knew Shoot was going to bowl the 19th, second over the surge, big. So the first over the surge goes big, you got Shoot to back it up. Yeah. That first over the surge though, I thought they were going to bowl Wellington. Yeah. And then they were going to finish with T-Mac or Mashangwe. Yeah. But I absolutely love that they went, okay, we've got an Australian quick in our ranks mm-hmm. here. And she's used to bowling with two out give Darcy Brown the ball. She's played two games this season and she absolutely nailed 
exactly what a fast bowler with her time, like sort of pace needs to do in the power surge. And it was unreal. Like I think that's a massive moment for Darcy Brown's confidence, but also the Australian team knowing that she can do that at the death as well. Imagine with four fielders out. Yeah. I think it went for like five or six and it was unreal. And then Shooter does what Shooter does, takes a wicket in the surge. Big wicket of Charlie not from memory. Yeah, I can't remember. I was probably on TikTok. Yeah. I was, I was <laughs> channeled in. <laughs> um, and then last over Wellington. Like we got it. Clutch. Again. But she did it in the last final. Honestly, that last over when I was the who. When Hinkley hit the six. Yeah. Who. Did they lose a wicket? Was it? Vol got lost out. Lost a wicket. Oh, that's it. Okay. Was yeah. Vol. Did Willow get volley out? Yes. Yeah, so then Hinkley comes in and then that first, first ball, ball, I thought it went straight down the throat of Gad. Same. But then when it landed over, I was like, oh, they're My back goodness. in here. Yeah. And the second one that she connected, I thought that was Yeah, because it went to five well. off two. Yeah, what would you do in that moment? Five <laughs> off two, I mean, I've been in that position before. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you've just hit a six, yeah, I, don't, like, I feel looking, like she still has... Big? I feel like she still has the license to look for a boundary. I don't know if I would have tried. Did you have to go aerial? Though? I don't think you had to go aerial. That's my point of view is I think you could try and hit a pocket mm. along the ground hard and then at least it's two and then you're looking at four off the last ball. And then you was Mealy at the other end? Mealy well? was at the other yeah. end. And against a leg spinner, Mealy, I think she ended up with maybe 30-odd oh, not out. Hit so nice. She hit cover, some beautiful cover drives. And against a leg spinner, like that's – you're almost, you're almost better off going, oh, I don't know. I mean, that's probably why Moo was so cut because I saw yeah. her walk off and I'm like, she was you've done devastated. such a good job. And she was – She's just come she back into the 11. So devo. It was hard, like, yeah. I didn't get it at the time, but then I'm thinking maybe she's thinking hindsight. I yeah. should have smashed along the ground. Like. And I've always had the opinion, and I've said this in the dugout before when someone's given someone shit for doing something mm. like that. And I've said if they hit that for six, they're yeah, the hero. Yeah, that's the thing. Like a metre, less than a metre. Yeah. That's just like the ultimate you, to a grand final. Yeah, the no thought goes through your brain But then. is that like too much of a carrot for – I think it is. Does that kind of like take away like the opportunity to step back and really mm. assess it and then kind of weigh up what your option is? Yeah. <laughs> is that because it was a final, if that was a round match – Mm. He's still against the strikers, exact same situation. Is she looking for two in that situation? Or like Yeah, I don't know. I mean it's so I feel like going like back carrot. to back sixes is like pretty like rare. Epic. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yes. Yeah. Like it's sick. And I love that she backed herself and like maybe that's that's the whole kind of aura. That's what mm. the heat talk about is just backing yourself to be yeah. aggressive. So I mean, she's just sticking with the brand of To be fair, that's how the heat, heat play. play. Yeah. Anyway. Who knows? But, but they got there. Barsby was on the boundary, took the catch, and here we are. Yeah. Strikers back to back. Um. Yeah, I kind of felt like trauma from last year, if I'm being honest. Like, I felt so flat. Because mm. I was like, oh, it's I know how you feel. Like, yeah. I felt like that last year. But also, I was so happy because, like, I love Strikers gals. Like, I know. And third favourite team for me. I love Oh, so Renegade. Oh, my oh God. that's okay. That's okay. <laughs> nah, Thunder's. <laughs> no, nah, that's fine. Uh, you're on, not, you're like not in my top three either. <laughs> Yeah, okay, that's fair. Yeah. I forgot you paid for Renegades. Jeez. <laughs> I love the Renegades. They're yeah. my second fave. And oh. then Strikers. Yeah. I like. I think Strikers are my second favourite. Hmm. <laughs> it's quite easy. They're easily my second favourite. Um, let's talk about both of our seasons. Though. I know, yeah. Um, how did you feel you went? Let's talk a little bit about like personal and team performance from from the shoes of Hannah Darlington. Yeah. Um, yeah, going back to round one, like – it feels like a long time ago, but obviously the season flew. But I think the first – after the first three games, um, I was nowhere. I was like, this is this is not going well. This really? is really – I took like – Oh, TBH got a bit of tap. Got whacked. Yeah. It was, I was like, shit. I was like, oh, my goodness. I was like, this is really not good. And I, I got like, a bit too, TBH. <laughs> I was like, I'm going to get dropped here. I was like, I'm – Really? I literally had the feeling of like, I might get dropped here if Lauren Smith comes back fit and they don't mm. want to play an extra quick. Um, and then Sammy Joe got injured and didn't play a game um, and Abby Hoskin debuted and that sort of made me realise, I was like, hey, no, you're fine. Like, find a way. Did that kind of, like, affect the way that you would prepare for a game as well? Like, did you feel like there was, like, like a bit of pressure lingering yeah, and that's it, something that was kind of 
building in your head? I was so not confident with my stock ball. That was my massive issue. So I had a few sit-down conversations with Lisa, um, Sarah Ailey, because I'd gained pace over the preseason. I then was going to my slower balls how I normally would in WBBL, like first, second ball still. Like Mm. I wasn't bowling my stock ball. And Mitzi's like, you're bowling quicker at the moment, like like quicker quicker for me. Um, like just run in and bowl fast. And I was like, I don't have the field to do that. And she's like, so set the field for it. Mm. And I'd never, ever gone in like cricket Fall terms. F- yeah, the f- fine leg third cover and a deep square. Like I'd never done that in T20 cricket. And I didn't do it the first three games. I like fully cowered, like didn't do it. And I look back and I was like, you silly sausage. Um, but after those few games and I got it in a bit of a rhythm. Um, it went so down. when you took five off? Nah, it was a game I, I took four for against the Renegades. Oh, six, yeah, yeah. Um, the Babes, thanks for getting me back into the season. Um, <laughs> no, it was honestly like um, a moment that flicked a switch and I was like, no, just bowl pace on. Like literally forget about the slow balls, you know how to bowl them. Um, but after that, like it all just came back together. Um, yeah. And then as soon as it got really good, my back got really bad. Oh. So um, yeah, it was a year where something always wasn't going right but that's the case for big bash yep. so i was happy that i was still able to bowl and play every game bar one um but when i look back and go like you had a tough start coming back from it i'm pretty proud of that um and then in terms of like the team performance like i remember looking at one of the seven like i think it might have been seven cricket or like wbbl graphics of like everyone's like a few of the commentators guessing where the, oh, the ladder the would be yeah, yeah. and no one had us in the top four really? and Lisa sort of mentioned it in the first training session she's like just be underdogs like what else have you got to lose we've won two games in the sorry three games in the last two seasons like damn I didn't realize yeah we like we haven't sung I forgot the team song like oh, it was all oh, your team songs are Richmond Tigers yeah yeah, yeah. I'll That's sing right. it I'm because not, so are no. the Renegades yes yeah and um, I think the Strikers I think Strikers changed it oh, okay they were at one point though okay. yeah um so yeah, that was really big when we won the first game um, against six. It was like, well, we've already done better than last year. Because, like, well, when we won the second game as well, we we're like, shit, like, this is actually working. Um, but nothing changed. Like, even when we're winning, nothing changed. But obviously, <clears throat> when we got to sort of that middle stage of the season, just things started to slip away. But we weren't stressed. Like, we weren't worried. Um, and looking at the group we had, like, that's the most fun I've had playing cricket in a yeah, very. Awesome long time and that was the biggest thing for me and I think this group is the fact that we stay connected even when we started losing um and that was on the road as well which is I think you have to be forced to stay connected um but I had an absolute blast of a time um had a really good group like I think people came back from last year um probably a little bit like oh like this could go the same way just a bit uncertain yeah Yeah. and I think as soon as Heather Knight walked back in that door and the attitude she brought and matched that with Lisa Kitely like I knew things were going to be okay whether we won or not it was just it was going to be okay it wasn't going to be the emotions that came with last year and the the vibe of the squad last year it was going to be much better um and yeah you got it like Chamari Adipadu oh man she was on fire she she? well she basically won us the first half of the comp like that was incredible That's by what her. You want when you bring an international in. Yeah, so that was a massive sort of confidence boost for her. But yeah, that back end of the season, I look like I'm still disappointed of how we went that back end mm. of the season as a unit. Like we had so many chances to cement a home challenger and we just let that slip away and you look at when you play at home, like also the momentum going into finals. Yeah, we like, had absolutely not like I'd love to talk people through the scenario of that last game against the Sixers of like what happened in those 24 hours because yeah, it, it was bizarre. Um, so the group, this is from the group's point of view. I stayed at home because I didn't go to Adelaide Oval because of my back. I had a, um, a jab in my back. So I was at home watching and I was watching it all unfold and pretty much the group was flying back from Adelaide Oval that were the day um, after the game and then that night we all got told we had to pack suitcases for the game the next day against you guys at the SCG. So if we were to win, we'd go home. In Adelaide? If we were to win at the SCG. Oh, right. Okay. So this is regardless of the result. Oh, I didn't realise. Yeah. So if we were to lose at the SCG, we'd take those suitcases, get straight on a bus and go to the airport flight to Perth. Straight off. If we game. won, we would have taken those suitcases home and played on Wednesday, like a couple of days later in Sydney. And it was so like we lost and we would have sat there and we were like, the f- like we have to fly to Perth in like mm. two hours and at this point I couldn't e- I hadn't sat down in three days because of my back and I was like oh, yeah. holy shit I'm gonna have to sit on a flight for five hours after here. a game too. after a game 
And also there was there, it was more than just the energy exerted on the pitch. Like there was a lot happening before the game, after the game. Yeah. Like, and then trying to get yourself ready for travel. Like that's yeah. a massive mental workload. Yeah, it was, it was so bizarre. And then we got to Perth and everything went right when we were in Perth. And we're like, okay, we're good to go. Just didn't play the game. We wanted to execute um, at the Wacker. But yeah, that season um, – the biggest thing for me is the fact that that's the most fun I've had yeah, playing cool. cricket in a very long time. But how about you? How do you how do you feel? How do you reflect? Um, I feel like I had a bit of a low key year, and I don't know. Like I didn't have as many opportunities as I've had in the past with the ball. Like we have so many bowlers. Mm. We got Jessica on board this year. Um, Pez was bowling heat. Um, KP was also doing really well. Like everyone, all of our bowlers, like they could do the job. So um, it was just kind of like what worked on the day, I guess. Um, so I was very neutral about yeah, the yeah. way I went. Um, took a few wickets, got tapped a bit, was really good at times. Um, so I'd say bowling pretty low-key. Uh, but what was really interesting was the batting journey. On the top. Okay? <laughs> so I always take the piss and be like, yeah, I'm an all-rounder, like as a joke. But – I'm half being serious. Like, oh, we're like all serious. The last couple of years, I've even like since I did my hemi right, mm. I feel like, and and also last year with my back, like I've just had more time to work on my batting, and I guess that's also what happens when you're in the system for a while. Like you obviously get better. Um, so my batting's kind of like been improving over the years, and um, yeah, I mean I was fortunate enough to have a couple of cameos early on. Um, got to hit you over cover a couple of times, Whacked which him. was like, what the hell? I did not hit over cover. <laughs> I was like, I walked to Heather and I was like, well, she doesn't normally hit me over cover. Yeah, I know. <laughs> and then she's like, so put your cover back and then you hit me over mid-off. And I was like, mm. <laughs> It was weird. So I don't know. It was just like, it was, it was just so really good. cool to have the the team back me. And yeah, I was really, yeah, I was just chilling at, at that six or seven, um, just trying to be adaptable, just play my natural game, which was um, to just look to score and, and be aggressive. And then um, Suze was struggling a little bit early. Like we were really struggling with our power plays, like just not quite turning over the strike as much. And then um, we're at the Wacker and Lottie comes up to me in the change room and she's like, oh, I just want to, I just need to chat to you. And I was like, oh God, what do you got for me, Lottie? And she walks me over to the ice bath where Pez was. Mm. And she's like, I'd like you to meet your new opening partner. And I just, my jaw dropped. I didn't even know what to say. Like I was, I think I was just like, whoa, that's so sick. Like seriously, far out. Like, yeah, I just didn't, I was kind of a bit speechless, but I was just like, this is awesome. Like, thanks so much for the opportunity. Like I'm, and she's like, we just want you to go out there and play your natural game. And um, so the next game I opened and uh, got a duck, um, <laughs> but I, I copped a I copped a seed from um, Sarah Kennedy, and I oh, mean, yeah. what a superstar she's going to be for the future. But yeah, she had one that kind of nipped a bit, and um, there was a the you know how they show the graphic where if the ball deviation yeah the deviation I was going to hit the middle of my bat yeah but it deviated and got the little gap between my pat and, and bat and um, got my top off there, but. Um, so, yeah, I was a little bit nervous for the next game to get off strike. But, um, yeah, it did. And, yeah, I mean, it was definitely a lot different to what I'm used to. Normally when I come out, there's four out and it's easier to get up and down. And usually the ball's a little bit softer and it's not doing as much. Like there's not as much swing. So, yeah, just trying to adapt as quick as I could to that. Um, and I just struggled a little bit. Like I didn't feel, I didn't feel any extra pressure. Yeah. I felt really comfortable. I was like, I was just loving it, to be honest. Like, I just wish I could have executed better. Um, I just remember smiling at the other end and every time that I walk out with Pez, I'm like, wow, I just think about my 12-year-old self, like how Legit. much she'd be frothing. Like, yeah, because obviously, I mean, I still do, but yeah, look up to up to Pez. So to be able to start an innings with her was really special. And um, yeah, just, I guess, yeah, I felt relaxed. I just couldn't kind of pull it off and I think that's just because I'm not used to that and yeah like I'm I'll probably um ask Gav to get a shiny ball out um from now on which would be pretty cool just not all the time obviously but still need some time just to get used to you know if I don't know if we change it up and I get slotted up and have to go in if we lose a few wickets in the power play so um just prepare myself a little bit better because yeah something I wasn't expecting so um you can't prepare. I loved it, but I, like, I really did. And I just really wish that I could have done better because it was awesome. 
And then from a team performance, like, we just weren't consistent the whole year. Like, that was it. Like, we'd have patches of good and patches of ordinary and you can't really go through a tournament like Big Bash being inconsistent. You have to just find, yeah, you have to find consistency <laughs> throughout. So um, that was kind of where we where we lacked. Um, but it was really nice to kind of finish the season. I know it was against you guys, but we were really happy with finishing like that because that's the way we want to play our brand of cricket. Um, and it was really special to do it at the SCJ. So It was awesome. Um, it was awesome for you guys. <laughs> it was, it really was actually, yeah. Um, we'll go a few quick fire, like favourite moments, um, some funny moments. Yeah. Um, favourite moment on the field. Sure. What was your favourite moment on the field? Top highlight. Witnessing Burnsy's catch at such close proximity was li- like one of the greatest things I've ever witnessed. Iconic so, photo. I mean, I have to say that favourite moment on field. Yeah. Um, what about you? My favourite moment, and it's going to tie into the next one, is Talia Wilson's innings against the Heat. Like, T has been working so bloody hard. And the fact that she, she hit like 80 odd and we scored 200. Yeah. Like, that was easily – I was sitting on the bench that day, like, watching her bat. And she's going to tie into the next one, teammate who surprised you. But she didn't surprise me because that was unreal. Like, favourite moment of the season watching that. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, a funny off-field moment. I have like a sort of off-field yeah, – I don't know if this me. is going to be funny, but – um, it was funny in the moment, but Heather's really like witty. She calls yeah. herself a witty lady. She like walks around. And she's like, I'm so witty. Um, but we played a game against Heat and it was like the road safety cup. So on her shirt, she had the number zero instead yeah. of her shirt number and towards zero. And she was like warming up, um, like doing her hamstring stuff because her hamstrings are horrible. Um, you see when she runs, she runs like she's got high knees because she can't extend the hammies. Um, but she was like making banter with Phoebe Litchfield because they were sitting there um, and Phoebe was like, oh, um, your high speed's like your shirt number. <laughs> and Heather was like, huh? And she's like, towards zero. <laughs> and everyone oh, in good. the dugout just absolutely lost it. Yeah. And then a few minutes later, Litch goes out um, at North Sydney. We have to open the gate to go and like warm up at, um, on the outside of the boundary and Litch has gone out and Heather's just gone up and then like locked the gate behind her so she couldn't get back into yeah. the um, dugout and everyone just lost it and <laughs> it just showed like the, the dynamic banter. of the – yeah, the like she was our skipper and she was locking Litch out onto yeah, the field. Onto the field's probably a better result but – I would say, how about like a highlight off-field moment? I got to go on the roof of the SCG. Yes, that was sick. That was so cool. It was so it was devo. Like gale force winds Ooh. that whole day. And so when we got up there, the picks, oh, to be honest, like he did as best as he could, but like we just couldn't. Our hair was just it was not clipped, like It looks like Pez has got a bit of a mullet going on because the wind's like going <laughs> sweeping it back. But um, that, was, that was a favourite off-field moment. Did you hit the ball like off the roof? Yeah, I reckon. Also, Trev was hilarious. She, I don't know whether she did it on purpose or not, but like the cameraman was like getting ready to take a shot of Pez and Trev just threw the ball into the back of him. It looked like an it looked like she did it on purpose, but it was kind of an accident and the ball just like ricocheted off him and then went off the other side of the roof and we couldn't get the ball. We kept joking, like saying how many balls we had left before we had none, then we could get down because it was so windy and, like, it was a bit scary. Um, So we thought she did it on purpose to get rid of the The ball ball. so we get down quicker. (laughs) Um, All right. Let's go back um, to our predictions at the start of our first sort of WBBL episode. Um, My predictions were leading run scorer Lich, leading me take a wolf. Um, I I shouldn't say nicknames because people sometimes... Phoebe Litchfield. Phoebe Litchfield, Georgia Wareham, um, player of the tournament, Annabelle Sutherland and young gun, Georgia Vol. Mm. Yours? I had leading run scorer as Meg Lenning, leading wicketaker Cheats, our girl, Lauren Cheadle, friend of the show. Friend of the show. Um, player of the tournament, Marathon Cap and young gun Vol as well. And end results, leading run scorer, Mooney. Uh, TBH. Like, it was like... No brainer. Yeah, 539 In runs. In hindsight. Yeah. Maybe I would have put my money on Moons. Yeah, no betting on cricket, but well, yeah, I would have. no betting on cricket. Um, leading wicket taker, Sophie Day. 27 yeah. wickets. Player of the tournament, Jamari Adipadu. 511 runs, nine wickets. And young gun, Charlie Knott. 220 runs. And I think the biggest note there is striking at 147. Damn. Honestly, like I'm looking at that and 
I'm not like I'm surprised, but I'm not. Do you know what I mean? Like mm. all of these players have like I mean they had such a great great season. Um, it's nice to see Cha Cha come over and um, be so dominant. You know she's been over a few other times before, played for the Renegades, played for the Scorchers, yeah, um, and just hasn't hasn't come off. She's she had such great prep leading in. She was dominant in that um, was it the England series? Yeah, was it? What was another? Was there another series? She had another international oh, series. It, oh, it was um, New Zealand. Yes, yeah. Yeah, and New Zealand went over to, to Sri Lanka. So to have prep like that coming into a tournament, like that's really great confidence for her. So, yeah. Um, there, was a, um, there was a pretty interesting stat that she'd scored. She brought up her 1,000 WBBL mm. runs and she scored 500 of them in one season yeah. with us. And I think she's played maybe three or four with other franchises. Yep. And I was like... We got the good yeah. one. We got the good year. But she literally adored us. Like, yeah, that's awesome. We um, were just all about making sure she felt welcome and like pumping those tyres because yeah. when they were pumped, she whacked them. Yeah. <laughs> it was so much fun. I think uh, some, I don't know if I should say this, but some of the days um, myself and Annika Lee would be like, it's pump out a day. Yeah, love like, that. We'd come that's into so training good. and we're like, okay, we're ready to. That's what you want though. You want to be surrounded by a whole team of people who support you and back you no matter yeah. You know what your brand of cricket is, so um, and then Charlie not. I mean, yeah, I, I feel like in hindsight she definitely would be up there yeah. for, for a young gun. Um, she's come off the back of a Australia A series, so she's had really good prep leading into Big Bash. Um, and I think one thing that really impressed me the most about Noddy was her, is her strike rate. Mm. I think in the past she's been someone who I probably have just seen as more of a one day batter, like really solid, like great takers. Yeah. Just the way she went about Natch, her game, yeah. like, is was really impressive. And Cheats and Soph kept fighting back and yeah. forth. So I almost had that you one. Knew, yeah, you were, um, you were up there. But um, Shall we go through the uh, top fives? Yeah, so with the wicket takers, Sophie Day at 27, Annabelle Sutherland 23. So the Stars took a lot of wickets and everyone thought it was going to be their batting unit that dominated. So something unexpected. They had the lineup to do it. Yeah, they had the – everyone – I thought they were competition. I was quite nervous coming up against them. Yeah. Um, they did beat us though, didn't they? Yeah. They was did. that first game? Yeah. Yeah. Almost. Well, they started well. Um, Cheats at 21, Ash at 21. So the two sixes guys working strong there together and JJ. Always up there. Yeah. 20 wickets, always going to happen. Um, in the runs, Beth Mooney, 539. Shamari then at 511. Pez, another great season, 498. Consistent gal. Consistent. Like did an incredible job at the top of the order. Sophie Devine, 476. We saw 200s as well, both Soph and, yeah. and Moons. And then Katie Mack had the golden cap pretty much for the start of the the tournament. Go and Katie, we love Katie. Finished a fourth. We should try to get Katie on. Yeah, we definitely should. That's maybe fun. they're probably celebrating for another month, so we'll just yeah, true. We'll um maybe in like three months time. Yeah, maybe when we play that's ACT. Who is go for? Yeah, literally. <laughs> uh, and then team of the tournament. Um, tot. The the tot. The tot. We'll use that. I like that. I I would love to see this team touring. Don't you reckon it'd be sick? Oh my God, how? Just like if we had like an exhibition match post yeah. WBBL. Who were they first, though? The rest of the Australian team? Yeah, the rest of the Australian Maybe it could be like a... Oh, what about like a team of the tournament, WPL? Demon- like a Champions versus- League. Oh, what about like a team of the tournament, 100? Team of the tournament, WPL, and team of the tournament, um, Big Bash. But like if, if it's your home country, you have to play for... Yeah. Like as in Moons can't play for Gujarat. Yeah. Or like... Strikers go and play Mumbai, oh, and Mumbai go and play too. Southern Brave. Okay, so that happens. Yes. In, that happens in um, soccer, doesn't it? In something? I don't know. Oh, is it? Yeah, Ch- Champions, Champions League. League? I can't remember. My anyway, God, let's imagine. get team in the tournament. We we get off track a little bit. Yeah, but that's fine. Like that's the fun. <laughs> it's a great stuff. idea. <laughs> Run us through um, it, Nato. We'll sponsor it. Uh, <laughs> we need a sponsor first, so let me just put a quick shout out there if you want to sponsor the podcast. We shot. fly three <laughs> sides internationally, but can't get a sponsor. Um, Okay, opening the batting, we've got Moons and Mac. Mm, nice. Great opening duo, I'd love to see that. So many singles. they complement each other very nicely. I don't oh, they would run that many singles. <laughs> yeah. You'd almost you need want your someone, point on the pitch. you a helmet under yeah. there to stop the, need it. the hit and runs. Um, then we've got Chamari Adipadu coming in at number three. Decent three. I mean, this is a great lineup. Oh. Sophie Devine, Perry, Sutherland, Edgar. She had a great season. She had a really great – she was mm. tricky. I don't yeah. know if you faced her. Yeah. But she would just – I mean, she's got that height, little bit of bounce. The whack yeah. pitch was suited her nicely. And 
um, she was pretty dominant. Crucial time, surge, yeah. economical, great season. Um, we've got Wello. Still not caught up to the Aussie team. Do you reckon WPL? Surely. Auctions tomorrow. Damn, I didn't realise. Yeah, neither did I. Oh. I had cheats over for dinner I'm last night. <laughs> neither. It's cheats? <laughs> cheats is in it, yeah. Mad. Fingers crossed. Um, yeah. Yeah, it's only like you have to be invited. I would love to play WPL one day. That's my dream. I want to play the 100. Yeah, that'd be sick. We come as a package Let's deal. Manifest. <laughs> We're going to do a manifesting session if anyone wants to join us. To do a TikTok one. live. <laughs> um, okay, Wello. Yeah, I reckon surely she's a chance. Yeah. Uh, Chloe Ainsworth, the dozer. As the Scorchers yeah. girls like to call her. She had a great season. Cheats, no-brainer, Sophie Chet Day. Doll. And Noddy, Noddy budding. Or does she say at 12th? Oh, okay. Yeah, sorry. I should have. I reckon I reckon Noddy's unlucky to, to miss out there. I also think Nick Hancock. Yeah. And I understand, I love that we're past the days of top five run scorers, top five wicket takers and the best keeper. Like that's how the team of the tournament used to be picked. Mm. But... Now I love the fact That's that tough. Edgar wasn't in the top. So you see, like, in the top five wicket-takers, um, Jonathan's not in the team of the tournament. Yeah, of course. Oh, my God. Shooter? I mean, even... Yeah. Um, Ainsworth didn't... Like, she was probably maybe nine or eighth, I think, in terms of the wicket-takers. But they're... No, Ashgon. They're actually picking a side that they think played crucial moments as well. Like, it's yeah. actually selected by, like, the National Selection Committee. Like, really? The panel, yeah. So the side that picks the Australian team picks the team of the tournament so you go okay they're picking a side that has actually they've watched it's not just his stats mm. and i love that we're past that but there's also moments that i'm like you still got to reward the fact that um yeah. yeah hancock i think is a one there um but people who score they still have to score the runs they yeah. still have to take the wickets but that's so interesting all right the competition comes to an end and there's always moments we look back on um constructively mm. um there was a few obviously moments that blew up on Twitter, not just Grace Harris's bat breaking, but some <laughs> um, other sections of the, the year that we're going to look back on and, and maybe hope to fix or get better at next year, not just play as players. I think um, the whole of Cricket Australia as well, which um, we obviously love WBBO and how important it is to the female game and the international game as well that the Australian side brings. So we want it to make sure it's the strongest competition in the world. We don't want to be overtaken by WPBL, WPL the 100 we want to make sure the players keep coming. Um, and we've got a few things that sort of popped up throughout the year. Um, we'll start off. We had some shockers from the umpires. We did have a couple um, of shocking calls. It, you wish you had DRS all the time. It's it's like let's dangle the carrot. Like they've given it to us, but not all the time. No. I like I actually had an interview with Michael Clark on the radio and he's like, well, why give it to you at all? Literally dangling the carrot though. Like, here, you're good enough to have a few games. I don't know if you'll keep this in, but, like, you're good enough to have a few games for Channel 7, but all the other ones, like, if it's not it's not yeah. out, it's not out. Like, too bad. Yeah. Um, I don't know. They want to create a professional tournament. They want to create, like you said, the best tournament in the world. Let's, yeah. Let's lead the way. games with our DRS. Anyway. Or even just, like, can you use the replay? That's there. It's there. Like, literally. literally the, the worst part, okay. You're sitting in the dugout when, and you can tell if it's... Well, no, when you're on the field and you... Play it on the ball, screen. Or actually, the most frustrating is probably the wides over the head. Oh. Or no balls. Waist high, no balls. And then, literally, there was this one ball that, I think it was against the Scorchers, that someone bowled at Pez and Pez jumped up to hit it. Wasn't given. And it was above her head and it wasn't called a wide. Anyway, you see the replay and you're just like, what the heck? Like, can you not? Like, it literally comes up on the screen two seconds after. My biggest one with the no balls, because there was a few this year that just blatantly, like, weren't called, because I think if it hits the batter, it's automatically no ball. So if you're facing up and you get a one that's close to your hip, high hip, if you hit it, it wasn't given a no ball. If it hits you, straight away, I reckon umpires are no ball. So... I remember a few years ago um, I was batting. I guess like when you hit it, there's a little bit extra that you have to kind of judge whether it's going to drop or not. But I go play a safety or shit, that's hit him no ball. Mm. And I go, okay, if it doesn't hit me though, it's still a no ball. Mm. Like that's always been something I've been really big on. Yeah. Um, but they brought out an article around how they're going to bring in the third umpire edition for runouts. We just have to make sure the camera angle's actually there. Because even sometimes when we have the third umpire, yeah, you can hardly there. see the camera. Guess, so yeah. that's a later thing. Um it's tough. Like, it's a freaking hard job to be an umpire. There's no doubt about that. But we, I just reckon the tech that we have could have been yeah. used better than just watching a replay for the crowd. Remove that part of 
teams losing games because of it. Mm. Um, like even we played against the Hurricanes and we had Lizelli like blatantly stumped, nearly run out. Mm. She went on to score 91 yeah. and she was out on 14. Yeah. Anyway, um, stadium yeah. series. <laughs> the stadium series. Now we saw games at the MCG, Melbourne Derby. We saw two games at Adelaide Oval. We saw Thunder v Heat and then we saw Strikers v Scorchers and the Sydney Smash at the SCG. A huge amount of marketing was somewhat dedicated to these rounds. I'm still all for the fact that we go back to double headers because I don't care Same, how you get I people in the ground. Big bash back to yeah. I don't care how they get there if they stay there and watch. Doesn't bother me if they're there to watch the men after. Cool, they've yeah. still watched a female game. They'll probably come back next time because it's a great product. That's yep. that's literally my opinion. That's as simple Ditto. as it needs to be. Yeah, the stadium series was great. Like in terms of for us playing it big stadiums like it felt really special it was nice to to see a pretty decent turnout highlights lowlights yeah highlights lowlights let's go through a couple um i reckon one of my biggest highlights for the season would have to be grace harris's 136 from 59 she hit 12 fours and 11 sixes and also there's that viral video of her snapping the bat and just before she snaps she's like oh, i'll be right i'll just hit it anyway. stuff it i'll hit it yeah that's it <laughs> and then it's got 11 million views that was epic really yeah and still like going wow that is so cool man that's sick um i think another highlight also was the 12,379 attendance for the final um a lot of the strikers girls spoke about how exciting the atmosphere of um, of the final was, and um, it was just really cool to see a really great turnout. Another highlight: Burnsy's catch in North Sydney Oval against the Scorchers. I was Iconic. very lucky to be a witness to that. So, um, did you nearly try and catch it? So what happened was, so obviously when I was at short cover, yeah, well not short cover, I was like on the ring, yeah, and Burnsy was out at deep cover, and I. The ball went up. Amy Jones kind of sliced a little bit. It was going over cover and I just – all I did was just turn around, sprint Leg back it. and just like watch the ball and run as fast as I could. And I didn't hear – the only thing that I heard was Batesy calling last minute. She goes, Burnsies, Burnsies. And so literally as soon as I heard Batesy, I just stopped. And that's when Burnsy just came out of nowhere <laughs> and took – because I didn't hear Burnsy say anything and I didn't even know – where she was, yeah. was. Like, I thought it kind of landed more in between the circle and the and the, out, the ring in the outfield. Yeah. So it actually carried a lot more than I thought. And I'm just really glad I stopped when I did because I just saw Burnsy. Is it a plane? Is it a bird? No, it's, it's Aaron Burns. <laughs> and she just came out of nowhere and took this absolute screamer. Um, so that that was sick. Another highlight, Scorch's entrance for the Pride game. Oh, my. That was and so that entertaining. Was I look sick. forward I to want, it. I want everyone to do that just yeah. rock up in like cool stuff like have a bit of a carpet like really enjoy the moment of maybe we should try up. and do it for a sydney smash the, um, game one if we play sixes okay. thunder again let's try to let's try and up. we need a theme though like nba we'll like roll in yeah, like yeah. a travis kelsey moments um also charlie knott's big rip at ab do you remember that one that got sophia dunkley it almost oh, yeah, yeah. on the wide line yeah. ripped back and boulder it was just like I don't know great. whether it hit a crack or... Apparently, according to Ash Gardner, Charlie Knott gets the most revs. revs. Yeah. Um, she did it. We did a testing as kids, um, like, back when we were in under 15s, and she still got the most revs when she was, like, that young. Damn. I obviously wasn't getting Slay. any revs, but um, I remember seeing the data. Um, this Nuffy. one, I'm going to go from a highlight to a low light here because this kind of crosses over. Good Depends segue. on whose spikes you're wearing. Um, nice. Yeah. <laughs> Strikers rolling the stars for 29. Highlight, low light, stars getting rolled for 29, man. That was... I couldn't believe what I was watching. Yeah. It would have been nice for it to go a little bit longer because, you know, mm. it's nice having cricket on in the background yeah. of a night time. But, um, didn't quite yeah, go I that mean, way. And then I think, look, to be, the stars just didn't... That It wasn't their year. Like, nah. we had we played Both them Melbourne in that um, DRS game with the lightning and that was shambles. But you got to want it. Mm. They didn't want to go out there. Nah. Um Another low light, poor stars getting <laughs> the plovers are plumbers. back. That's what so happened glad to you guys last year at, at our Blacktown. Yeah, rip. Um, another low light. We've only got three low lights, which is good. I, yeah. I didn't try to go too much into mm. the negativity, yeah. but Midge's finger getting oh, chomped no. by the pups. Yeah, that that could have cost us a bit. I think um, it. Yeah, I think it it's going to cost a anyone a bit. But awesome to see Pelly. Oh yeah. 
let's go on this kind of segues into the next next gen um, next gen as much as it was like as much as it sucked mm-hmm. for Midge to um, not play the season, Pelly was able to basically wicket keep for all, all games but one. Midge only played one or two games. I Midge only played the, the first. first. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like for Pelly to take the gloves, the whole for season, the whole season. Like it's just freaking awesome for her to get exposure like that. Yeah, um, she's um, for the future. She took some really good chances. I think she obviously would have performed, wanted to perform better with a bat. And I've known Pelly since she was a kid. What a great kid. She's a sassy, sassy little, sassy. sassy little. She's been sassy we since she could talk. <laughs> I was actually speaking to Cheats last night. Obviously, also a Sixers yeah. teammate. She's like some of the things she was saying, even to like Pez and mm. um, like waiting to go out to bat and stuff. And I was just like, yep, that's exactly like she's this kid. I grew up playing with her older sister. Great energy. She's um, she's tough on herself, but oh yeah. Bloody hell. The amount of times I've literally just had to grab her in a headlock and be like, can you just be a little bit nicer to yourself, please? (laughs) Can we just sort this out? Um, Illingworth. We spoke a bit about her in the preview. Um, Fucking rapid. Yeah. And like showed that she can do more than just bowl quick as well. Like she bowled in a few different scenarios. Mm. Um, She nearly won the game against us with the bat. Um, oh yeah, of course. Yeah, it was Back actually Sydney. Hey, it was quite funny because I'd already finished my spell and Sammy Joel bowled the second last over, and Illingworth came out to bat and Heather oh, Heather walks over and she's like she said a comment, <laughs> and then, but anyway, so Heather sort of walked over and was like, yeah, what field do you want? And Sammy Joel's like, yeah, like we'll rather this and you can keep, yeah. keep this in, um, and literally. Hits her for six, and Sammy Joe just turns around and goes, "Don't say anything. You jinxed it." And Heather was like, "Thumbs up." Was like, "Yep, no worries. We'll change the field. We'll um, we'll actually set a field for like yeah. the surge, proper surge." Um, so we nearly lost that, but and then we spoke about never us are in the never 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 underestimate the tailenders. Exactly. Um, and Ainsworth, I think she really pleasantly surprised a lot of people. Um, quick. Fiery. I think we haven't seen many yeah. fire Ainsworth and Illingworth. Yeah. Like fiery, fiery quicks. quicks. And the zinc on Ainsworth. Yeah. I love it. So um, good. Yeah, it's a season. That's the best part about WBBL, bringing in these young kids to enjoy what WBBL is about. But when they get to shine and everyone gets to see it, like you all look for them next year. Like mm. that's the whole point of it is seeing how they then progress as cricketers over many years, hopefully. So it's exciting. But um, that brings us to the end of. Our WBBL recap, not too much in depth around the exact games of the season because um, you all rode the wave You can go with on us cricket.com app and look at the scores if you want. WBBL socials were pumping. There was so much going on. It was great to see the fact we that... We also tried to do graphics and you know what? We oh, my goodness. It was really annoying like having yeah. to get home and do it. So that's why we stopped. We also said we we're going to fit... We had so many episodes planned yeah. um, and... It, it just didn't work. It was a really we hard. Did it, we did our best. We did our absolute best. Really if you look at, if we share the text chain of Mado and I, there yeah. was moments there of peak organisation and it still didn't work. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but that's the, the beauty of it. We play the game. We do this on the side and we still love it. So more to come. Yeah, and we also saw fans in the crowd. Oh my god! Shout out to our fans. Yeah, I know. We, we had signs. We had we have we have so many more friends signs. of the show. Yes. So oh, it was really great to meet you guys. Um, come to some WNCL games. Yeah, we'd absolutely actually giveaway coming soon. Yes. Not going to leak too much info, but just I'm, I'm going to multiple. I think we can give yeah, away yeah. some some cool, some cool stuff. stuff. Anyway, keep listening. Illy. Illy. See you guys. I have to go get ready for gym now. I'm going to go Five home. Five minutes till we start. Okay. <laughs> See you. Bye. Bye.